Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Time now for the college basketball inquirer. Looking for a home run ball. Gets it into Love. KU not fouling. Love fades, shoots. He misses. He misses. And Kansas will win. It's a better for Kansas basketball. Your Jayhawks are national champions. Here's Pat and Dan. All right, welcome to the pod. Congratulations, Kansas City Jayhawks. <laughs> Mark Emmert can't even get the name of the school right. <laughs> One of the most awkward moments in the history of an awkward thing, the, the uh, stage post-game trophy celebration handoff. Uh, that was an all-timer. Mark <laughs> Emmert did not want to be anywhere near Bill Self. No. So much no. so that he got so nervous. He came up with the Kansas City Jayhawks. Uh <laughs> There's obviously two Kansas cities, one in Kansas, the other in Missouri. So congratulations to Missouri for finally winning a national title. <laughs> yes. That's as close Missouri's, as you're getting. That's 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 true. Missouri never even been to a final four, so they'll take they'll take an erroneous location final four championship. <laughs> Why not? Uh phenomenal game, phenomenal final four, phenomenal NCAA basketball tournament. I thought it yeah. was one of the uh uh, you can't do a whole lot more than that. Pat, you were there in New Orleans. Let's start with this, okay? Carolina, everyone's like, is Carolina got the energy? Is Carolina going to have the, the Duke hangover, this, that? Uh, they come out and just dominate, particularly the second half of the first half. One point lead by 16, take a 15-point lead in the halftime. At what point did you think, at that point, what chances did you give Kansas of even making it a game? I did think that there was a chance. I'm not sure I would have bet a Holy Roller Grapefruit Hazy Juicy IPA, which I am having right now from Urban South Brewing, on that. But, you know, Kansas has played some spectacular second halves, uh, and I did think there was a chance Carolina was going to hit a wall at some point, and I think they did. The one thing I didn't take into account is that North Carolina, like, half of their six-man rotation was going to get injured, and then somebody, the fourth guy was going to throw up on the court. I mean, it was like <laughs> one mishap after another. It was a plague on the, on the Tar Heels at the uh, the second half there. It's brutal. But, I I mean, Kansas was so bad for about a 10-minute stretch of that second, the first half. And then it was 16. They got on to 15. And then when they came out right away in the first half, second half, they started attacking, and their defense was just way, way better. Uh, and you could feel it switching very quickly to that from that point, from a Carolina runaway to it was going to be 
a battle the rest of the way. Yeah, it really was. Uh, David McCormick was uh, tremendous, uh, particularly down the very end when the injuries started mounting. Remy Martin came in, had some big shots. Uh, you know, think about what I just loved about this Kansas team is they, they, they this whole tournament, they just showed how they knew how to win. Yeah. Uh, I think I noted that when they beat Creighton uh, early on, it was just sort of right down the end of the game. They just did all the right things and won the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Come I mean, back against Miami. Uh, and then this. Um, and, and, you know, like when they had the opportunity to utilize the the injuries, they did. You know, they yeah. went, they, you know, they went, they, they went to the right matchups. I thought Bill Self coached an excellent game in that second half. Uh, and I thought Carolina did run out of a little bit of gas, but man, they had the, uh, they had the chances. There was the, the Jawan Harris stepping out of bounds with 4.3 <laughs> seconds left. That Jawan Harris flirted with joining Fred Brown and Chris <laughs> Weber in New Orleans title game infamy. With that and North and handing North Carolina not handing, but helping North Carolina win games pretty much yeah. handing. Right. That's how Dean Smith won two of his titles were those yep. two mistakes all in New Orleans. And yep. uh, yeah, there was that, you know, Caleb Love just didn't have it at the end. Brady Manick had some big play. It was just a great game. Uh, yeah. Two really, really likable teams when you watch them play. I mean, it's just there was just a lot of good play and a lot of a lot of a lot of games. A lot of just I don't know. Just it was just a likable it was a likable game following the uh, the the epic Duke thing. What 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 got said after? What was your impressions after? Yeah, I was uh, I was writing Carolina. Um, so yeah, I had like a two thousand word pre write that went off to cyber burial. Uh, but uh, so I had Carolina and just never will see it's you want to read it here? Do you <laughs> this you might yes, might be the only chance to uh, yeah, like a pirate funeral kind yeah. of thing for the. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Some some of words were pretty good. Not all of them, but, you know. <laughs> we can be the judge. I mean, you solid know. Solid 2,000 word effort, gone. But, yeah. Um, Would have been the lead in a Sports Illustrated, but it's not. That's right. That's right. But, um, no, I thought, uh, the first of all, I guess Kansas got a lot of injury good fortune in this tournament. But they took advantage of it, as you said. They they made the plays they needed to make. They exploited the matchups they got. Uh you know, you go back to that Creighton game, defensive player of the year, seven-footer for Creighton, uh, Ryan Kalkbrenner, who had been phenomenal at the end of the season. He gets hurt. He can't play in that game. You get to the Final Four, Justin Moore gets hurt for Villanova. He can't play. And then the Baycott injury here. And the Baycott was not 100%, but he willed his way. I mean, talk about a lion-hearted performance. 15 points, 15 rebounds on a bad ankle. And as he said, I mean, they were down one with like 38 seconds left and he was driving the ball. And he said, I thought I had an angle to get to the basket. I thought it was going to be a pretty easy basket. And then he rolls the ankle again and goes down. And, you know, if he doesn't, the Carolina takes the lead perhaps there. And boy, the ending really gets tense. But uh, so, you know, again, yes, the the pillars of, of good luck for Kansas were the injuries and slow NCAA infractions process. <laughs> well, uh, that, that was their biggest break they got. I, as I said in the column, this was a level one shining moment for uh, <laughs> for the Jayhawks. But still, they made they made the plays when they had the chances. You're right. And like Remy Martin, who was so terrible in the first half, was so good in the second half, uh, making big shots. And uh, Abaji made plays. But then, yeah, Brady Manick is the only big guy, and he really doesn't play like a big guy. And he's got to guard David McCormick. So they throw it in, like Bill Self knows how to throw it in better than anybody, and McCormick turns and makes the basket that seals the game. 
And he uh, has the a huge offensive rebound too. That, yeah. that was a big one. Yeah, but what I mean, yeah, there was nothing that there was nothing that uh, Brady was going to do to uh, to be able to cover that. Brady Manic, I love it. Uh, I did not know uh, he was uh, his nickname was the Prairie Bird. Prairie Bird <laughs> plays like Larry Bird. He's from the yeah. prairies of Oklahoma. <laughs> That's pretty good. So they they were calling him Prairie Bird. Um, but yeah, he did not have the the might to cover that. Yeah, level one infract. I mean, like I said, it was very awkward after, as predictably. I mean, I Mark Emmert just looked just I don't know what spooked to be up there. Yeah, see, I didn't see that because I had run out off after Carolina at that point, so well, I, he, I missed all. And of he the, wasn't going to hand him the trophy. He had the the chair of the yeah, committee there. Tom which, Burnett. Yeah, yep. Tom Burnett is there. Now, I guess that's how they normally do it. Yeah, but he just was like. Just wanted to get it hand- again. How the heck you call it with Kansas City, Uni- Kansas City Jayhawks? <laughs> and in his defense, they do they go by KU, but it's University of Kansas, so they 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 yeah, have a little yeah, bit they, of identity crisis themselves. So. They do, they do. It's a little bit oddball there. And the but, Jayhawk uh, is not a real bird, right? That is a fake no, bird. Jayhawk's not a real bird. So. Not a real bird. But uh, you know, that's uh, Mark Emmert had one job. Say like two sentences, and he couldn't get it right. Oh, yeah, classic. no, he. He he could not. Um, I mean, I don't think that there was a lot of cheering uh, at uh, at the uh, in the in the prisons housing uh, the KU yeah. bagmen. Uh, yes. Yeah, Jim Gatto, Merle Code. We 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 are still on our thoughts. I don't That's know if, right. Uh, you know, I don't know if you got you still get a, a cut. You know, maybe you could put some money on your books, something like yeah. that. Right. <laughs> they're probably rooting for Carolina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I certainly was thinking of Jim Gatto, especially since Kansas had the temerity to sue him on top of everything else uh, tonight. And, yeah, those guys that are literally in prison while the Kansas was winning because T.J. Gasnola helped Bill Self get a couple real guys. Yeah, T.J., uh, you know, T.J. didn't have to go only because no, he testified. No, T.J. did not. Yeah, yep. but he's a felon himself. Look at the the Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Uh, I don't know what this is. The alma mater. This is their. This is the lyrics to Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Do you know the? Do you know the lyrics? I, I, there's like a Rock Chalk Jayhawk Go yeah. KU or something. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, get out your seat, stand on your feet, and make some noise for your Kansas Jayhawks. Game on, game on, game on, game on. I'm screaming <laughs> Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Really? Yeah, on your feet. Out your seat, yeah, you. I don't know what I've never heard all this. It's better than Boomer either. Sooner, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, everything's better than Boomer Sooner. <laughs> can't can't forget Boomer Sooner. Yeah, Boomer Sooner, the fight song that consists of three words: Boomer Sooner and Oklahoma, over and over and over again. No, I mean, yeah, so you're right. It was those great game. Uh, the Carolina players were, of course, crushed afterwards. Uh, you know, Baycott said he got like 15 hours of treatment on his ankle. But he could in warm ups. He said, "I, you know, I couldn't really jump." And you could tell the jump ball. He did not jump. And from then on, it was just going to be how much he could kind of will himself. Last through. game, he didn't have a double double. Is the at Duke game where he had twenty three points? Yeah. No, I mean he's he's a, he's a monster, man. Phenomenal he's a monster. Yeah. Puff he's just, Johnson. How about Puff getting Puff, in there? Made some plays. Puff got in there and played great. He had that stretch of the second half. He was making all the big plays, and then he got hit in the stomach and threw up on the floor. <laughs> And that was after Caleb Love rolled his ankle. And then before the last play, when they're down three, and I was shocked Kansas wasn't going to foul. 
but they didn't. And the last play was supposed to be Manic cutting to the baseline, getting a screen and flaring out to the opposite wing and getting a, a skip pass over the top for three. But Manic stumbled and either twisted his knee or his ankle and hurt himself trying to run that last play. And so that's when they had to throw it to Caleb Love for the last shot. So, I mean, it was just one fiasco after another for Carolina in the second half. They just, they, their bodies broke down. They had a hell of a run, uh, performed yeah. gamely, but they, their bodies broke down in the end. Yeah, just the depth, uh, just a few more, few less minutes perhaps. Um, yep. We'll get to the Duke game uh, in a sec because this, this Carolina team did its job. Mm-hmm. without winning like rarely do you have a team that, that will forever endear itself to the uh to the fan base yet blew a 16 point lead if you want right. to call it blowing it. yeah yeah you know we make the we make the jokes on on gato and the, the five level one violations and stuff but like as best i can tell there was no no mention of that the entire weekend on any of the broadcasts you don't hear about it on espn or anything like that uh, I know we're curmudgeons and we 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 go directly to the negative at all times and all stories. Um, but does it like should it get mentioned during a game? Hell yes. It's part of the story. It's an inconvenient truth. I'm sorry, but it's true. And it's part of I mean, it is the context that hangs over this team, this program this season is they have been under investigation for years for major violations. And if the NCAA weren't an organizational train wreck. They would have resolved it by now, and the resolution may well have included Kansas not playing in this tournament because the five level one violations, lack of institutional control, head coach responsibility, those are the building blocks of a postseason ban, a long suspension for self. I mean, those things could happen, and they just haven't happened because they haven't resolved anything. And that, to me, they're like, they're the, they're a champion for our times because, you know, they, they've been, under the microscope for this, but have done nothing. They have not penalized themselves one iota, and they've just basically waited it out, and the NCAA has been powerless to do anything about it. So, yes, should CBS and ESPN and everybody else have talked about it? Sure should have. I I agree. Even if it's that this isn't, you know, maybe Kansas wins the case and gets uh, acquitted, right? Yeah, whatever, right? Found not guilty, then they shouldn't have had this hanging over them. I think it's motivation. I think it's motivation for self. I think it's all these things. Uh, I, I agreed. I think I wrote is this is the perfect NCAA basketball story. Yeah, Kansas yeah. winning this thing. Well, wait, it just it it, it I don't know. Like it, it didn't matter, and yet it did. But the 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 just collective utter silence on it. Mm-hmm. Where if you go on Twitter or or different things, everyone's talking about it, and they're going right back at the other stuff of. Well, you know, I mean, Carolina had a decade plus of no-show classes, which is a far greater egregious thing to do to the student athletes is not actually make them students at times than yeah. than uh Billy Preston's mom getting 89 grand. Right. You know, like that but the it, it's 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 an amazing thing. It's just like no, we will not we will white we will sanitize this. <laughs> we yeah. will I, I don't you think when when and I I guess public opinion has changed on this stuff, but that doesn't really mean anything because it's still going on. Yeah. Like, I, they, when it was when it was Vegas, this was discussed, right? Of course, nonstop. Yes, yes. When Vegas was constantly under investigation, in the late eighties, early nineties, and they were winning, won a championship, went to another Final Four. Sure, that was that was part of the storyline. I don't recall anybody denying that it, you know existed or, or just ignoring it. 
That's for sure. Uh, Very weird dynamic. Don't mention it. We can't mention it. Yeah. Why? It's going on. It's part. I'm not, I don't even care what happens to Kansas. Uh, Yeah, but I find it cowardly that, 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 you know, there's no mention of that. So that, uh, that is absolutely poor form. And you're right. Now, look, there's no saints in college basketball. We know that as well as anybody. Uh, You mentioned the Carolina two decades of academic fraud that they skated on. Right. Don Zion uh, Williamson. They, they, that's there's the, the, one of the violations or one of the parts of the investigation of Kansas pertained to Curtis Townsend talking about what they were going to try to do in terms of housing, job, whatever, to get Zion Williamson. They didn't get him. He went to Duke. You think Duke <laughs> right. just got him for free? No, nobody thinks that. So three-fourths of the final four. Only the internal investigation by Duke thinks that. <laughs> that's right. There's and no then they wouldn't even investigate Duke. Right. No. It was ridiculous. Come on. Yeah. Zion's been sued. And I mean, g- give me a break. Oh, I think Zion was worth millions of dollars. Absolutely. And fortunately, now he can get it. And fortunately, all this yeah. stuff's legal. I just it just was a little bit off putting that it's like we just have to pretend this stuff isn't happening. And I know it's <laughs> Jim Nance and we should expect freaking nothing from the guy other than I'm going to hand my tie off to the, <laughs> the weirdest the tradition tie, and. Did McCormick get the tie? I would have given the tie to McCormick first. Whoever, who was the most outstanding player? Obaji, um, right? It was Obaji. Yeah. Obaji would have got the tie, I think. I guess. I, I, weirdest, weirdest tradition in sports. And so it's, it's so perfectly Jim Nance <laughs> because it's okay. So this is, if you haven't heard this, Jim Nance gives his necktie to whatever player I think is the most outstanding one of the final four or some star of the game. Yeah, he he gives his own little award, his own necktie. What the hell are you gonna do with Jim Nance's tie? Okay, and it's I saw, such a, I saw a great tweet that, that. What are the chances that Jim Nance wears sock garters? Got to be about, <laughs> got to be over ninety. <laughs> you got that guy hanging out a tie. You know what? I was seated about. Four down from Nance. I should have looked if I had seen that tweet about the sock garters. I would have tried to look. It's a, it's such a classic Jim Nance thing because it's, it's well-meaning, right? Like, yeah, right. There, there's no but, harm in saying, "Hey, I, it's an honor for me to broadcast your game, young man." And, mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time, it's like inserting Jim Nance into the story where nobody right. gives a crap. In a in a strange and almost it's like grandiose way, yeah, like, awkward and like yeah. you should be honored to have my tie right. that I yeah. broadcast the game. So then it becomes creepy and self promoting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I would love to seem like the first player he did this with. I don't know who it was. We got to be like, you giving me what? I, somebody get somebody said like. Uh, there was some stuff where he they they were all sort of a little stunned by it, but then they're like, yeah, all right, you know, like yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, I okay. me a tie. I'm in a good mood anyway. I just won national title. I'll take <laughs> yeah. this dude's tie. Was that a violation, though? Was that a violation all these years? <laughs> Jim Nance, TJ Gasnola. Is that what's going on here? <laughs> okay, I mean, I don't know why we're picking on Jim Nance, but we're I, but we're, here we are. It's late. I Give like Jim Nance for the record. I think he's a very good broadcaster. He's an but. excellent broadcaster. It's just a weird tradition. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, there was an old story of um, when he got divorced where uh, this is from Deadspin back in like 2019. Uh, it's pretty sad. But uh, so Nance 
cried on the stand as he testified how about how his wife used to follow him around the country to various sporting events, but gradually lost interest in a career. She could not even be bothered to go to New York City to watch him collect a, quote, man of the year award or let him hang an oil painting of himself that he received <laughs> with the award in the house. <laughs> he had to put it in storage. Oh, poor Jim. Like, I think, here's my thought on portraits of yourself. That's why they have mirrors. If you want to look at yourself, you, you stand in front of the mirror <laughs> for a couple of seconds. Oh, it makes an oil painting of me. It's going right up above the man. <laughs> as long as I'm like trying to take down a, a bull with my bare hands, like if I can dodge ball, like I, or like fighting a, a lion. Like, Is I, that it? <laughs> Sully yeah, fighting a lion? Yeah. Oil yes. painting. An oil painting of Sully fighting a lion, like bare chested. Yeah, that'd mm -hmm. be good. Or with like a lion, lion like carcass, like uh, as your as your. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got that's one foot up on top of it. You're standing there, yeah. triumph. That, that's okay. the only way. Yeah, I'm that kind of up. that kind of an oil painting for sure. But like a portrait of yourself. Jim Nance no. won the Man of the Year award from I don't know who. Came home with an oil painting of himself. Wanted to hang it up, and she said no. <laughs> Put it in store. I'm kind of with her on this. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm with, with her. I'm with him. I'm down on the tie <laughs> thing. It's I mean it's not terrible, but. So according to this SB Nation story from a while back, that it started in 2006 with the Florida Gators and Corey Brewer. Yeah, that's, well, 16 Jim Nance ties out there. Who a knew? lot of ties out there by Jim Nance. All right. Anyway. Um, anyway. All right. How about the uh, Carolina-Duke game? Um, yeah. Oh. I mean, Carolina, <laughs> two straight, just unbelievable yeah. basketball games. The, your thoughts on that one and, and how that one ended? I mean, this well, Carolina team was a lot of fun to watch. I mean, I became a fan. Of, I became a fan of all of them, really. I was, I like Duke. I liked yeah. all four Final Four teams were just, yeah, absolutely, man. They were, they were just all really good, but. and they were fun to watch. You know, to me, the yeah, the uh, Carolina Duke game, I just couldn't believe the hype that it had to try to live up to, and then it did. You know, I mean, because that it had been just so talked about, and not just Shashevsky's last game, but the rematch after splitting the regular season and, and Carolina is just pulling that massive shocker in, uh, in Cameron. And then, you know, they come in and just played phenomenal basketball. I mean, tense, exciting. I don't think anybody led by more than seven points, the whole game, you know, high altitude plays, incredible shots. There was the one stretch late where in like a 46 second stretch, there were three, three pointers and each one changed who was leading, you know, I mean, it was just, it was so fun. And that was like Caleb Love was so incredible in the second half of that game. And he hit the dagger to win the thing. And then, you know, you saw him Monday night. And I mean, he didn't have it, whether it was the rolled ankle or whether it was fatigue or whether it was Kansas defense, probably some combination of all those things. But he's five for 24 after scoring 22 in the second half against Duke. But I mean, it was it was incredible uh, and just so much fun. And, and like. The two best Carolina wins of all time against Duke both happened in the last month. Uh, just unbelievable stuff for them. And that's why, yes, you lose the national championship and you blow a 16-point lead in the process. So what? I mean, I just thought that there was a great season, a great uh, March and April run, and he, you, you know, and they battled like hell uh, on Monday night. So kudos to that Carolina team. Slightest bit of of redemption i wouldn't know about redemption but i gotta figure the duke fans were rooting pretty hard for kansas 
least oh, I'm get, sure they were. At least they could watch Carolina have a little bit of misery, but not much. I, uh, I mean, Caleb Love was so awesome in that game. Uh, that whole that whole uh, Carolina team was so good. Yeah, uh, I Baycott was had like 21 rebounds. Yeah, Baycock was just ridiculous. I saw a great question posed: How many painful losses does Duke have to hand UNC to get back on top of them? Oh, so many. Like, I mean, like it's years. Yeah, they just they they have put the payload down on them huge with these two. It's going to be so many games before they can even UNC just going to point to this year for the next 10 years. That's all they can yeah, I, I, I don't know about that. Let me say this. I don't think this would happen if uh, John Shire comes out and like wins. First off, let's say he has a year like uh, his first year is the same as Hubert Davis's first year. Or if he comes out and wins the first four right. and he's rolling mm-hmm. and, and Carolina stumbles a little bit. Yeah, and I don't think this ha- – it doesn't take long before everyone's panicked about the future. Well, that's true. Uh, I, I will, will say – Will this ever – will you always be able to point to that? Yeah, but you'll be like, yeah, yeah. we're kicking your ass now. Guess right. what? We got three more now. I mean, they, they've they Duke's got a hell of a recruiting class next year. Oh, my God. They have the top three players in the rivals' yeah. uh, rankings. I mean, what, so. what do you think? Did Duke uh, – Nike just, like, churned it all up there on the NIL? I, so I here mean, you go. Whatever they're doing, you know, uh, one, two, three. Yeah. Guys never coached. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, (laughs) I'm sure they all wanted part of the brotherhood. Sure. Part of the brotherhood. Um, No, I mean, we'll see. I don't know how good John Shire is. Nobody else does either. Nobody knows. Nobody knew about Hubert Davis. And then, I mean, a month ago. Right. (laughs) Oh, a month ago, Hubert was getting killed by Carolina. Right. So, I mean, I don't think it takes that long. I think when you're a fan, yes, you will always cherish that you closed it out on them. But if if for some reason this thing gets lopsided, you know, and that's the, the one thing for Carolina Duke is it never gets lopsided. No, that's one of the reasons why it's the best. Right. You know, I mean, Such there's, a good there's rivalry. Just, there is no total domination. At least there hasn't been in many, many, Coach many, K many years. Coach K went 50 and 50. Yeah. Coach K, the best coach Duke's ever had went 50 and 50. I yeah. mean, Probably the second best coach in the history of basketball, college basketball. And he went 50 and 50. So that's who'd you have at number one? Yeah. Who'd you, who'd you have as number one coach in college basketball? Wizard of Westwood, man. Come on. Well, all right. Most, most successful. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean, talk, did it all. Recruiting and coaching and 10 titles. Uh, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. When, so I, I don't know, but. That I mean, that thing was painful. I, my one thought on that thing, it was really the guy who really bothered me. Obviously, the free throws killed Duke, but Pancaro is supposed to be, you know, could be a num- number one pick, top two, three pick. He had numerous moments in that game when he needed to say, get out of the way. I'm the NBA All-Star coming. NBA All-Star on the court right here. And he just wasn't aggressive enough. Mm. That guy, that scares me. He's going to be a very good pro. He's got a lot of ability. But, man, that scares me if you're trying to build a whole franchise around him. I, I, I don't know. I thought he was awfully good. I mean, he had like 20 and 10 in that game. And one of the he things had 20 I and liked, 10, but he had manic one-on-one at one point, And he needs, he needs to be the number one pick of the draft at that moment. That's my thought. Yeah, He's I mean, the best guy on the court. Yeah. But, I, I, I mean, I, I understand your point. But one of the things I like about him – I think he's very smart with his shot selection. And yes, maybe he needed to force it a little bit more, but you know, he, he I think he knows his his own game really well in terms of 
this is what I can do and this is what I can't do. And I saw throughout the season him get better at turning down threes if he didn't feel like he was in good position and driving the ball uh, and working post up and stuff. So I, I don't put any blame on him for that game. I, I, I really don't. I mean, it's too close to really blame anyone, but he, uh, I don't know. I would like to see a little more out of him. Just looking forward to his NBA time. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be really good. All right, other NCA bat. You got any other thoughts on the on the Final Four? How was New Orleans? You do all right? Uh, Make yeah, it did great. I had a phenomenal, couple of phenomenal meals. A uh, couple of fairly late nights. Out. Oh, really? Oh, I'm surprised by this. Yeah. <laughs> Were you celebrating your thirty fourth position in the uh, <laughs> listener bracket? Pick them. I was because at least then I beat Sully. So Sully, you know. a pathetic sixtieth, went out like Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee really <laughs> sunk my bracket. Let's see who won it. Jonathan Gans's sources bracket would have won. They what happened? He he lost the lead. He had the lead going in the title game, but w- Warren, whoever you are, picked Kansas to win. He wins the bracket. Okay, congrats Champion to Warren. Warren. I was in twelfth place, and uh, everyone else was. Uh, you were in thirty fourth, yeah. and Sully in sixtieth. So, well, so take yeah. That. No Sunday night we. Uh, yeah, we 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 went out for a little while. We had we we hit Kingpin the the Cooper Manning bar, uh, where we where we're going to live pod the Arch Manning announcement. I'm, it's still in the works. It's still in the works. A couple other n- items from college basketball. Uh, Shaheen Holloway to Seton Hall. Real surprise. Yep, yep. And how cool was it that the whole St. Peter's team went to his introduction? I know. And that Seton Hall gave them a standing ovation. I mean, that never happens. But that's why, you know, another reason why this was a great tournament. We had St. Peter's. And, I, I mean, everybody on earth feels good about St. Peter's, except for, of course, Kentucky, uh, Purdue. Purdue and, and who was the team in between? Oh, Murray State. Yeah. Murray State, yeah. Uh, Thad Mata is coming yeah. back. Yeah. That's uh, – we're getting a lot of retrofits. We got Sean Miller going back to Xavier. We got Thad Mata going back to Butler. Uh, some interesting sort of – nostalgia hires or bounce back hires rebound hires i guess you would say so all right it's it's uh you might have heard my my text going off it's 2 52 a.m and pete is uh pete now just a listener yeah that's right doesn't get Listen, a se- interested listener family from from boston yeah listener pete mm-hmm. yeah you should join to the listener pool pete we don't <laughs> you know you're not you don't get favored nation uh he texted the group thread i'm hoping the whole pot is about mark emmert so let's, let's shoot. I think we bashed him pretty good. Hey, we got him. We got him. I, the first words you said were congratulations to the Kansas City Jayhawks. So <laughs> Patrick Rollins is like, hey, I can play on them. Never fear, listener Pete. We got it. We're on it. All right. Also, a great Final Four was the women's Final Four. I thought uh, they've. This has been how it's been for years, and I, I just, I like how it's just night after night. Right. Four no, great it's nights. great. And I don't, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I read lots of complaints about this, that, and the other thing. I I don't know what the I like this solution. I, I this has always been this. They used to do. It was funny. They used to do Sunday to Tuesday, and then they right. they didn't like that, so they moved it to Friday and mm-hmm. Sunday. And I like that, but now yep. that, now people are saying they should go Sunday to Tuesday. Um, I feel like right now with the women's basketball tours, the NCAA just can't do anything. Like it's just whatever yeah, right. They I mean, they're, they're going to get hammered for everything, <laughs> no matter what. 
it was a, <laughs> it's just like you're wrong. Why you come, what is this ridiculous Friday Sunday? I'm like, I don't know when you're supposed to do it. Right. And Saturday night's the worst night for television in in, in the week. Yeah. So yeah. Is that now we should get I mean, I don't know. Anyway, I mean, yeah. In the constant complaining about everything about the women's tournament, one of the things that people are saying they should have it at the same place as the men's final four. I think it's a terrible idea. Let it stand on its own. It can, it will, it has. And I just don't know of a city where you're going to have enough hotel space and gym space and everything else and restaurant space if you put them both there. And Fans. inevitably, the women's tournament then gets overshadowed in that city. It, it was it's it's do you see the scenes of the, the open practice and the, they would bring the players into the target center in Minneapolis uh, through the like the foyer and the crowds going crazy. Right. Oh, um, yeah. UConn was very popular. Yeah. Page Paige Beckers, Beckers, local from, home yeah, girl. local hometown and the screaming and you had this i mean you just you know stanford and vanderveer is incredible and the, the whole thing was great louisville is a great story and and don staley's just a force of nature Whew. um the wardrobes the just the just the the pizzazz i mean she's just a freaking star out there yeah and yeah. and you got gino's just there and uh it was tremendous uh south carolina is so good defensively yeah. Um. So fast. So so good. They they absolutely dominated the tournament. They dominated the whole season. Fourth different champion in four years. In South Carolina, Stanford last year, no tournament in 2020. Baylor, Notre Dame, and then South Carolina, and then you had uh, four straight UConns. So UConn makes the the final four every year. An astounding was it 14 consecutive final 14 fours. Straight. I mean, ridiculous. But they haven't won it since 16. This is what we're trying to get to, the mm -hmm. parody. And, mm -hmm. You know, and it's not parody deep, but you got to earn it. Everyone's not just going to the same place. And Aaliyah Boston is just dominant. Oh, and monster. Uh, just incredible performance and just great emotion after. This just was a super, very, very fun, um, very fun NCAA basketball tournament. Um, yeah. I thought was it was a great. great success. Don Staley, to me, is set up to win a whole bunch of them. Oh, man, is she ever. Hard to say no to playing for her. It just looks just looks fun and cool. Um, yeah. And especially as Gino and UConn, I mean, they're going to open like South Carolina one, UConn two next year. Paige Becker's so fun to watch. I don't know. Depends how long Don Staley wants to do it. But Gino's not going to be coaching in, I don't know, whatever, five years, 10 years? Yeah. He's, how he's old is he? Had a long, long run. Yeah. Uh, let's, I'm Coach 30 right seasons. Now. He's 68 right now. So unless he's unless he's going to the Shashevsky plan, you know, and coach till he's seventy five, which, you know, I mean, maybe he could, but I, they're coming. I mean, that's the thing that we we have had a bit of a of a changing of the guard to a degree, you know. <clears throat> Dawn Staley, Tara Vanderveer's also she's been coaching forever, but Dawn it's Dawn Staley's sport right now on the women's side. So, you know, and and she, you know, she had the. Uh... She had the NBA interview last year with the Trailblazers. I don't know. Be interesting. She says when's, the, when's the Epic Athletes book on Don Staley? I'm, I, it's coming soon. If someone, yeah, buy some more of these others and I'll write a Don Staley. <laughs> there we go. Jerry Brewer had a great column uh, from the Washington Post. Is Don Staley a better coach than player? Because he was such a great player. Right. Um, That's the thing. I mean, what a, what a basketball career she has had. Yeah. Absolute legend. So congratulations to the uh, South Carolina Gamecocks. That was pretty good. Also, the other really fun thing that came out of the uh, thing, and I actually watched some. I don't know if anybody else watched, but the 
the Diana Taurasi Sue Bird show, BTS Bird Bird and Taurasi show. They were the Manning cast of of the women's final four. It was really good. It was very Manning esque. If you have the right connection between, I, I missed it all. I didn't see any of it. Yeah, yeah. like Megan Rapino on there. Obvious connection. Is that right? Yeah, it was yeah. LeBron. Mm-hmm. LeBron went on. Uh, they had a bunch. It was really funny. I mean, they had some. It, they were really good together. It was a definite like as a side thing that was like, I think you know they're going to keep trying these things and they're just going to be hit or miss. Well, and that's I mean, look, if ESPN finds a formula, they will beat that formula to death. So the, the the Manning formula worked. They will keep trying that. And, yeah, sometimes it'll work. Sometimes it won't. But ESPN, not afraid to go back and ride the same horse. That's for sure. Over <laughs> and over and over until the horse dies of exhaustion. Well, that's pretty much how this podcast works. We <laughs> not afraid to. <laughs> True. Same True. Animal attacks, chicken wars. Yeah. People uh, smart. Yeah. You know. Uh, you know what? Hits. So. Play let's, the hits. let's add this uh, fashion. Let's get into fashion pack because, you know, you and I are, are very fashionable. Oh, absolutely. Extremely fashionable people, uh, much like um, Don Staley's uh, championship game jacket. Yeah, a $4,000 jacket. Yeah, <laughs> the thing was sharp. You got to dress up. And, you know, you got the men now are just a bunch of slobs. I like it. I, I am 100% in favor of just wearing your coach gear out there. Don't put on a friggin' suit and tie. <laughs> it's down to uh, Mick Cronin will still wear a nice yeah, suit at right? UCLA. Bob McKillop at Davidson still looks like he's trying to hook you into a 30-year mortgage <laughs> in his or or, <laughs> or serving up as a uh, as a funeral director. Yeah, Bob, that funeral director slash, you know, <laughs> 11-term congressman, you know, yeah, something it, like it that. It could be it. Senator McKillop. Um, but, yeah, everyone else, yeah, I don't know, man. I think dress the part, man. You get paid millions. Yeah. Everyone went slob now. I'm I'm, I'm pro-slob. No, one's, the way no one's got any use for Jim Nance's neckties anymore. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's um, true. All right. So, you know, it's Masters week. Uh, I'll be at the Masters. Oh, uh, me and Tiger. Good. Yeah, me and Tiger uh, hanging out. Adidas has put out a new golf shoe in honor of the Masters. And this is just uh, this is just tremendous idea. I, I tip my cap to whoever uh, thought of this. Adidas, uh, the Adidas Tour 360 22X is also known as the Waffle House Golf Shoe. Waffle House golf shoe. Yes, it is putting out a Waffle House inspired golf shoe. Okay. Okay. They should have just sh- called it an All Star Special shoe, and and <laughs> that was a mouthful title. <laughs> Two or three sixty twenty two. What about scattered, smothered, covered? I there mean, there you go. The scattered, yeah. smothered, covered spikes. Yes. This is a terrible. That part's terrible. But uh, the shoes, uh, which will be available, uh, the opening round of the Masters on the website, it boasts an off white color similar to waffle batter. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it has a checkered waffle pattern resembling the 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 color and uh, like a, like their waffle yeah. you know got yeah. the little waffle thing and then it has uh three uh the three stripes on the side are a brown a kind of a brown uh looking like syrup dripping down onto the waffles okay and then at the bottom of the shoe it it, it it's kind of funky and it looks like a like a heavy pour of maple syrup on the ba- on the bottom so 
Uh, it captures the friendly and sometimes generous pour of maple syrup, the company said in a statement. It's also got the logo on the back, too. It's nice. Thing. Logo on the back. The, wa- and the, the Waffle House logo? Yep. Really? Uh, and the it, both the Waffle House and Adidas logos on it, and the box it comes in resembles a Waffle House restaurant. Uh, oh, my goodness. I need these. <laughs> I do nothing but hit the driving range, and I'm going to be looking good. Yeah. I'm like I do play a lot of golf. I I don't know. You need. I'm, them, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about it. I well, <laughs> I know. And that is, I like to eat waffles. I don't want to wear waffles. Get these the hell away from me. They look terrible. They look. They get beige uh, and brown is a bad color combination. It doesn't look good. Who wants to wear that on your feet? It's a golf shoe. I had these fake, like the ones with that fake alligator thing for a little while. Oh, Those are well, fun. See, all right, that's the point. I, like, yes, golfers, especially like the, the, the weekend hacks, love to look tacky. So I guess that's where <laughs> that's this, like, that's this our plays thing. into the crowd here, the audience. Our, you don't know any. You thought Hubert Davis was well-dressed. <laughs> yes. 20 and million people watching you go to work. You can't put on a suit. You thought B- Bill Self and Hubert Davis look good. Yeah. Um, I think these are looking kind of, what do you think, Sully? As an owner of a Camel Waffle House tank top, I <laughs> would absolutely <laughs> wear these. That is, that is a step above that, honestly. Uh, okay. uh, Not the first time we've had food and, and uh, fast food uh, and, sh- and shoe wear become a thing. Really? Um, this is a, un- this is a, uh, this is the, I guess back in 2020, just before the pandemic, this might be what caused the pandemic was this awful idea. KFC and Crocs, they set out to, quote, make your dreams of wearing a bucket of chicken come true. (laughs) So uh, you thought the Waffle House was bad. This is bad. The KFC (laughs) X Croc bucket clogs. Um, I encourage anyone to look this up. I mean, I'm looking at them now, and it is <laughs> preposterous. For sixty dollars, they could be yours. Are those pieces of chicken on top? What is that? Yes. Is that cut with? Yeah, they like have like a, a couple drummies. They, yeah. But that's not a picture. Is that like a real? I don't know. Fried chicken and Crocs. I I, I don't know. <laughs> when did this happen? I didn't. I know don't know. But how did we miss this? The this pandemic. Should've... Nobody. Everyone bought them. And then they weren't allowed out of their house for like three months. <laughs> so no one it saw did start them. the pandemic. Yeah. The story is dated February 13th, 2020. It absolutely caused the pandemic. It yeah. Took a month. I think it, it was so like bad. Taxidermy wings. The bucket on clogs top. got us. Those yeah. wings look terrible, too. Like, I, terrible. Chick, KFC doesn't make chicken wings. No, it's really actually, uh, to me, always been one of their mystifying failures that they don't make chicken wings. Crocs warns these shoes are not for human consumption. <laughs> Um, okay, there's more. There's more. In uh, 2019, Saucony started selling shoes inspired by avocado toast. What? <laughs> hey, here you go, Dan. Dunkin' Donuts had some, too. Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts created a donut-themed sneaker complete with sprinkles in Come 2018. On. Why Why did people feel the need to, to put food oh, on their these feet? these are useful, though. Pizza Hut came out with the Pizza Hut shoe called the Pie Tops that had Pie. a button that you could order pizza on it. So that, I, that's I, pretty cool. <laughs> seem to remember that, which was, the, to me, the most absolutely absurd thing of all time. Hey, that's awesome. It, it, any, in case of emergency, push the Pie Top to 
shoe and a pizza will show up in like 45 minutes. That's that's useful. Yeah, a pizza will show up cold and it won't be what you ordered, but you'll get it. Yeah, Converse had a sneaker with a Coca-Cola theme. Why, why, why did these people do this? Well, I don't know, but they made us suckering me into buying some... Uh, I mean, compared to all that, yes, the waffle Adidas the waffle golf house, shoes actually uh, look golf. good now. You see, Tiger wore foot joy. You know, he's coming back from this this leg injury. He almost lost his leg 14 months ago, and he's back, and yeah. he's wearing foot joy, not Nike, out on the course. Really? And this, the parent company of foot joy stock went up like 4% in, uh, on, on Monday because Tiger was wearing foot joy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. So the Nikes apparently aren't, you know, I mean, what, hey, whatever you got to wear, buddy, get out in that course. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, just even having Tiger out there, do you, do you believe he's going to play? Dan? I think he's going to play. Yeah. Okay. I think he's going to play. Maybe I'm being a little too optimistic because I am hoping as a. Well, yeah. Be the story, right? <laughs> be the story. <laughs> Every Come on. sports writer in America. So yes, Tiger. Hell play, yeah. Play, play. Yes. Uh, root for the story. If we could get him these Waffle House shoes, although he was a Perkins guy. Oh. <laughs> he he was a Perkins guy. He was yeah. more favored to the, yeah, he seemed to prefer the the Perkins. So <laughs> the Orlando Perkins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I heard that joke this week. It was like, we don't, is this Tiger going to play or not? Like Augusta area Perkins, not sure how to staff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is this from the was this the onion no i don't know i don't know it's not my joke i stole it from somewhere somewhere yeah. i read that um you know i'm looking at these waffles you see how it, like the the syrup does kind of pool at the bottom of the three stripes sully it's kind of mm -hmm. nice that's a nice oh it's nice i'm i'm a big fan of these <laughs> you if, if you find if you find a nine and a half hit me up I'm, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> We'll see what we can do. I'll see. Order them up. All right. We're going to see. We'll try to get you some. <laughs> uh, we love this time of year, says Adidas Golf, because more than anything, it's the unofficial start to the uh, golf season. Waffle House is such a well-known restaurant in Georgia throughout the U.S. We knew it would be oh. fun to partner with their team on a design that brings a piece of the famous restaurant to everyone. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so unapproachable, Waffle House. Right. Yeah. So that, that, look, when partner become became a verb, that's like we're we're talking too corporate here to be Waffle House. Let's stop it. Well, it's, I've just spent 10 minutes of this podcast discussing it. So it's working for me. The, <laughs> the pictures on the thing are great. They like pose it next to like moons over my hammy. Oh, and, like yeah. grits. Yeah. Oh, whoa, there's one where they're pouring syrup into the shoe. I hope that's not into accurate. the shoe. Oh, God. No, thank All you. Right. Officially out of stuff to talk about. <laughs> Heck of a breakdown, wasn't it? Of the there uh, you go. Yeah. yeah, we broke it down. Um, yeah, you you go to bed so you can get on a plane to Augusta. I'll go to bed so I can go fish on the Gulf tomorrow. Ah, oh, not a bad. It's deal. another fishing trip. You're not invited on, Dan. All right, uh, we may or may not have a pod later this week. We'll try to figure out some time to do it, but I, I will be busy. You know, the golf all day. I guess we could try one at night, maybe Thursday we, night. We could. There is not golf at night. They do not have That's lights true. at Augusta yet. It's cocktail hour. No, all right. Um, all right. We'll be back later in the week with a podcast of, uh, of about something. I'm sure there'll yeah. be some fallout. Of undetermined uh, subject matter at this point. Yeah, it's really late. We're talking about Waffle House shoes. 
I might be my my. I'm about to do some regretful online shopping right now. <laughs> you do that. I'm gonna have another beer. We'll let the people go. All right. Talk to y'all later.